Hey guys, welcome to A Dose, the podcast. This podcast is the medicine you didn't know you needed. We're going to be doing some healing, some loving, some growing, all while being transparent with ourselves and the people around us. Today is Friday, January 13th, and this episode is entitled A Dose of Relationships. Today's affirmation is the love I seek also seeks me. The love I seek also seeks me. Today, we'll be discussing the infamous topic of relationships. Any and everything that comes to mind. Platonic, romantic, familial, all of the above. And y'all are in for a treat today. This is a very special episode. I have not one, but two guests with me here today. So make sure y'all show them lots of love and give them a warm welcome to the Adults family. We have a lot to get into today, so we're going to jump right in. So today here with me, guys, I have my beautiful girlfriend, Kayla Seabrook, and I have my hilarious bestie, Ty Green. I'm so excited and grateful to have y'all here with me today for this episode. And since this is y'all first time here, I'm just giving y'all a little breakdown on how this podcast goes. This is a safe place for your thoughts, ideas, and feelings. And this is a transparent place. So keep it real with us. But, you know, we show love in everything we do. I'm going to let them introduce themselves because we are family. So go ahead, guys. Kayla, we're going to start with you. Talk to the people. Tell them what's up. Hey, listeners. I'm Kayla. As Joy mentioned, I'm her girlfriend. I'm 24. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, but I live in Georgia. That's how we met. Um, Yeah, I'm just really excited to be a part of the podcast and to talk about relationships because I feel like I can provide an interesting perspective. So we'll see how the conversation goes. Hi, I'm Todd. Uh, I'm 21. (laughs) He's trying to act shy, y'all. He's not shy. No, I really don't know what I'm trying to say. But no, so I'm Todd. I'm 21. I'm from Coltsville, living in Tennessee. And yeah, that pretty much sums up me. Okay, what you feel like you can bring to this relationship episode of the podcast? I feel like I could, I could be, bring an interesting, diverse, and explanatory topic. I really can. Okay, so Ty, what's your relationship status? You single, dating, taking? What you got going on? I'm single. Okay, okay. Are you happily single or you wish you was in a relationship? I'm depressingly single. (laughs) (laughs) What that mean? Why are you depressingly single? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not happy, man. No, like, I'm, I'm fine with being single. Honestly, I'm like, being single right now is honestly, it's been more beneficial. Like I used to be sad about being single, but now I'm kind of just living life. Like I'm, I've gotten used to being by myself. Okay, okay. Do you feel like most of the people around you, like your friends and your family, are in relationships, or like most of the people you know is kind of doing their own little single thing too? Um, no, most of the people I know are doing their own little single thing too. To be honest, majority. 
you said most of the people you know is, you know, single doing their own thing. So, you know, anybody besides me that, that you're close to that's in a relationship, short or long term? Uh, yeah, my my girlfriend Italy is in one. She's been in one since the same one since we was in like high school. Mm. Do y'all feel like people act different when they get in a relationship, or y'all feel like it depends on the person? It really depends on the person. Yeah, that's what I think too. Cause like me, my friends, I don't spend a lot of time with my friends, whether I'm in a relationship or out of a relationship. Like I'm the same, so they can't really say I act differently. But I feel like some people, they turn into a whole other person. So it just depends. Todd, do you feel like you act different when you be in a relationship? Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I feel like I do and I don't sometimes. I honestly feel like it depends on how, like, how, effect, how effect, infatuated I am with the person. Like, if I'm really vibing with the person, I might go ghost for, like, a couple days. <laughs> And, like, just be all about them. But if I'm, like, low-key mid with them, I might still be on my phone. Or it really determines the connection. Like, it's been some people where I could be on the phone with them and just be chilling with them. And then there's some people where I'm, like, oh, I don't even want to be on the phone around nobody with you because you already acting weird. I don't even know how long it's going to last or whatever. Like, mm. Since you knew me when I wasn't in a relationship and you know me as I am in a relationship, do you feel like I act different? <laughs> No, I don't feel like you act different. I mean, we be on the phone less. I already told you that. I always tell you that. I be like, you know, you get in a relationship, we be on the phone less. Because like, I, I be busy. Yeah, but it's understandable. Because I mean, like, of course, you're not gonna be on the phone as much now, especially if you spend the time with somebody. Okay, okay. But that's why I just got used to being by myself and stuff. I mean, I still call you on the regular, but I don't call you as much because I be busy too, though. So it's just like okay, yeah. okay, okay. Feel like it's a part of maturing. Yeah. So Ty, since you say you're single, do you have an idea of like if you could pick the perfect partner, you feel like you can make a good list, or y'all really know what you want? I don't know what I want. Be honest. <laughs> I really don't. Kayla, do you believe in the idea of the perfect partner or the perfect person? Definitely not definitely not it's not about perfection it's about two people willing to put in the effort to be together and to learn about each other and to learn how to progress as a couple it's not about finding like your perfect match I don't I don't believe in that do you feel like that's a downfall of society today because I personally feel like everybody think they better than everybody else they searching and searching and searching but it's like who are you searching for because you're not even perfect so it's really not giving. Well, I think like our generation is so caught up on the idea of they don't want to force things. Like, I feel like I hear that phrase so often, like, well, I don't want to force it. Like, we shouldn't force it. And it's not about forcing something. It's about literally just putting in the effort to make something work. And if one person is not willing to do that, then it's not going to work. But people can be like exact opposites. People cannot be compatible whatsoever zodiac signs not compatible whatsoever but if they put in the effort to learn how to be great partners for one for one another then they'll be successful but then you'll have two people that on paper are perfectly compatible almost but they don't want to force it they don't want to put in that effort so I don't know I feel like our generation just wants something that's easy without putting in the work to make something be successful 
Um, no, I, I definitely, I agree with what you're saying. Everybody always saying they don't want to force it. Like, I don't mind being the one to be like, oh, like, what are we? Like, I really <laughs> like, I need to know what the hell we are. Like, what's going on? So, I definitely, because people, people just, people just want to fuck without feelings now. Like, and it's like a lot of people could do that, but then it's like a good majority that just can't. Mm, okay so it definitely got that's why there's so many poly relationships now because it's like they're trying to force this poly thing where it's like oh you get the best of both worlds like you get that relationship aspect and then you still get the freedom but it don't feel like actual attachment to nobody you feel like you could do a poly relationship no kayla you feel like you could do that no (laughs) hell no i never i couldn't y'all i'm not even the type (laughs) I don't got all my marbles, so I'll be then. Oh, wait, I have a I have a question for Todd. Todd, what are your deal breakers? Mm, my deal breakers are like my deal breakers low key might get me canceled, but I don't even care. <laughs> like I really can't do bisexual people. What that mean? Who can you do? Like gay. Okay, they don't know that. They don't, you didn't tell them that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, hey, like, shit. So, now I got to be scared of you talking to a bunch of different people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. What's your other deal breakers? Uh, Kids. <laughs> Definitely. Why do you have mm-hmm. kids? I don't even like bisexual people, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> you already, you already are like, Two out for two, right. <laughs> like, like you already was at a bad start, and then now you're at a really bad start because you got a whole kid with it. Like, oh my god, yeah, it's a bad job. You a miss. Okay, so I feel like we was talking a lot about romantic relationships, and I want to talk a little bit about the different types of relationships. So I'm gonna back it up a little bit. What even is a relationship? So I feel like it's hard to define the word without using the word. But when I think of a relationship, I just think of a connection between two or more people. I feel like it could be physical, emotional, or other. And I feel like there's intimacy in all types of relationships, but the level of intimacy depends on the type. And I feel like it's so, I don't know. I feel like people try to make it seem like relationships aren't as important as we make it seem. I feel like in today's society, everybody want to be like nonchalant. They want to not have feelings about stuff. But I feel like what would we even be with our relationships, with our friends, family? Like what? what's the whole point? What do you mean what would we be? Like, what would your life look like if if relationships didn't exist? But how would that happen? Because you still would need a parent. You would form that relationship off rip with your parents. That's what I'm saying. I'm basically saying it's impossible to live in a world without relationships. And since it is impossible, I feel like they should be valued more than they are. Instead of people thinking, like, I could just do it on my own. Like, you can't, though. You can't do it on your own. I mean, to take it... To take it a step further, like, I don't think we realize how much we live for relationships. Like, 
people feel like they live for money, they live for love, but we really live for relationships. Like if like God forbid you died tomorrow, right? And you're looking at God or whatever divine figure you believe in and they were like, "Oh, you get to go back to earth for 5 minutes. What do you want to do?" Nine times out of 10 people are going to be like, "Well, I want to spend time with someone down there, not just sit in a park alone or sit at a lake alone. Like you're going to want to spend time with, you know, someone that you have a relationship with. So I don't feel like we really realize how much relationships kind of revolve around the way that we, we, we live, if that makes sense. I agree. I feel like relationships are not easy. Like in any, in any sense of the word, I feel like every type of relationship has its struggles. But I want to ask y'all, what do y'all feel like is the easiest relationship to have? Romantic, platonic, familial? Like, what y'all feel like cause is the... None of them are easy, but is the easiest to kind of figure out or make your way through? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I feel like for me maybe like family relationships because friendships are just bad for me like I really don't know how to be a good friend because I never really had like true friends in my life so I don't really know and then I feel like romantic relationships they just take so much work and not like in a, in a negative way sometimes work in a positive way right like it's fun getting to know you it's fun spending time with you and stuff but it still takes work so I would say maybe just family relationships because it's just natural. And like, I had a relationship with them before I was even, you know, here. So. But I feel like, I feel like platonic relationships is all going to be the easiest to go through. That's, you, that's your, your, your pick will be platonic. Yeah. Because it's just like, you're not really doing nothing with a platonic relationship. Everyone knows a romantic relationship takes more work. Mm. I get what you're saying. I don't know, y'all. I honestly, I'm gonna say, prof- I'm gonna choose professional relationships. Romantic relationships are active, meaning you can't just exist. You gotta actively put in effort to be successful, which is not a bad thing, but you wouldn't classify that as easy. And I feel like friendships or platonic relationships aren't as much work as romantic relationships, but they definitely take a decent amount of effort, learning, patience, and understanding, just depending on the level of depth the friendship has. Familial relationships have definitely caused me the most amount of stress and trauma in my life, but when I ask myself what is the easiest relationship in my life, The word easy being used very loosely here. I would have to say the relationship I have with my little sister, Andrea. Hey, Drea. Hey, Sissy Pop. I know she listening, y'all. She one of my number one fans, too. But she is 13. And I feel like we've always had a close relationship. We shared a room. We shared a a bed for a period of time when I was growing up. Even though she is eight years younger than me. She's one of the kindest people I know, and I feel like that's why we click. Even when she was younger, if I was going somewhere, she was right in the back seat, singing along the songs with me. If she knew I had to track me, she would record me a video on my phone and tell me how much she believed in me. 
I feel like familial relationships do have the aspect of passiveness and authentic development. And what I mean by that is since these people have been placed in your life kind of predetermined before you even can meet them, it's kind of a sense of responsibility that's already there. Like not much of a choice, if that makes sense, which in some cases... Like the relationship me and my little sister have makes it easy for a bond. But in other cases, if you and your family members don't click, then it could be hell, for lack of a better term. For example, like, let's say between mother and daughter or like sister and brother, like since there's like that family backing, that bloodline, that, you know, predetermined relationship, people feel like they can do whatever, they can say whatever, and you're not going to do nothing. And I feel like, me personally, that's not how I move. So it's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, that now, makes sense. I understand. <laughs> I understand. But Kayla, since you said you would choose familial, who are you closest to in your family and why? Um, I would say my sister. She knows the most about me. And we live together. <laughs> so we're very close. Um, I'm really close with my mom too, though. Like it's kind of neck and neck, but I would I would say my my sister slightly edges it out. Um, and it's crazy because we're seven years apart. Like you wouldn't think that we would be very close, but we're very very close. Okay, and Todd, since you said platonic, who are you closest to platonically in your life? Uh. My friend Sian. Okay. And why do you feel like you guys are so close? Just because we talk on the phone like every day. <laughs> like we we talk a lot. Kayla, do you feel like you and your sister talk a lot? Yeah, we do. Yeah. I feel like I tell her eighty percent of everything. And she tells me ninety-nine. <laughs> <laughs> hey Kiana, hey. <laughs> You know, it's just it's just hard for me to just tell someone close to 100% of everything. I'm just very guarded, even with my own sister. Like, 80% is still a lot, but, you know. Yeah, that's a lot for Kayla, y'all. She private. You think she's working yeah. in the Pentagon. I'm, I'm very, very private. Very private. But wait, Todd, I have, a, I have another question for you. What's up? I feel like you have so many, like, close friendships in your life. And I'm someone who's been, like, searching for that forever. What's some advice you would give for someone when it comes to just making friends? Because I feel like as we're getting older, too, it's becoming harder and harder to just make a, even just, like, a chill friend. Not even, like, a, you know, true, you know, friend that you have a deep connection with. It's hard to just make just, like, a chill friend. So what advice would you give me? Well, I'm I'm a natural people person. Like, God would know, like, I'm all, I'm talkative already. So I'll just go up to people just talking. Like, I honestly, I'll be out. And, like, if I have a question about something, I'll go to the closest person I see and ask them a question. Like, hey, do you know? Like, I'll just talk. Like, or people are, I don't know why, but it's like people always come up to me and talk to me. Like, throughout the day, so many people will come up and talk to me if I'm running errands or just out and about. So many people will come up to, and talk to me. And I don't know why, because I hate it. Like, I don't like to be talked to unless I'm bringing up the conversation. But a lot of people will always come up and talk to me. I don't know why I draw people to to me, but I just do. 
maybe I need to just start looking more friendly. <laughs> maybe, maybe I look mean. <laughs> you, you, always say, you always be saying I look mean. I feel like you be looking mean. You be not mean, <laughs> but serious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like once people start talking to me, then it's like a natural conversation. It's just getting over the hump of just that, like, you know, like initial introduction phase, I guess. Like, I was just at the vape shop the other day that made real cool friends with the dude at the vape shop, but I'm mad because I forgot where the vape shop was at because that's where I was trying to buy my dad pen from. I had to buy it from somewhere else. <laughs> but yeah, he was cool. So, Todd, <clears throat> do you feel like you're a good friend? I do. And what you feel like makes you a good friend? I feel like what makes me a good friend is like, no matter what, even if I can't provide nothing, I still make sure to check up on all my friends. Like, I always make sure they're okay. And I'm not a yes man. Like, I've never, I always prided myself on never being a yes man. Like, if someone I'm real close with says some shit or do some stuff that I don't like, then it's just kind of like, I'll be like, oh, okay, just chill. Just chill on that. Like, you don't even got to do that no more. Like, I'm, I'm very much like, okay, you got to take a step back and look at yourself in another person's shoes. And see how that would make them feel. like. And I like being taught that, too. Like, I like when the people I'm close with tell me things that they don't like about me or things that they be like, oh, no, you should change that way about you. Like, don't let people just go around this world thinking they're perfect. Like, because mm-hmm. no one's perfect. You got to get people off their high horse sometimes. And some people will be on such a high horse because the people they surround themselves with are just agreeing with everything they say. And they're not really giving them no back talk. Mm-mm. Do you feel like I'm a good friend? Yeah, I feel like you're a good friend. What make me a good friend? I feel like what make you a good, good friend. I every I always think about that one time in basic training. I mean AIT when you had did my taxes for me because I really didn't know how to do that stuff. <laughs> I'm I really a resourceful friend. But it's like it be things like that, like things like when people will do something for you that you don't know how. Like you didn't charge me nothing. You just sat down with me. And you did it like. That's what made you a good person. That's why I rocked with you. Because I was like, oh, she cool. Like, she'll sit here and help me with my taxes. And even though you didn't have to, nobody held a gun to your head and said, hey, help him do his taxes. You did it out the kindness of your heart. So, Kayla, since you didn't already say you're not a good friend, what, <laughs> what, what type of relationship do you feel like you are good in? Like, are you a good coworker? Are you a good girlfriend? Are you a good daughter? A good sister? What you feel like? You well, first, I don't know if I'm not a good friend. I feel like I haven't had an opportunity to be like a good friend to someone, if that makes sense. I feel like I could be a good friend if I develop like a true friendship. I just haven't had the chance to yet. But I feel like I'm a very good partner. I feel like I'm a good daughter. I feel like I'm a good sister. Coworker, I feel like it depends <laughs> on the coworker because <laughs> some of them be very, very, very annoying and needy. Um, but yeah, I, I I can definitely say that I'm a good daughter and sister and partner. I mean, would you say so? Would you say that I'm a good partner? I would. I want to know what you think makes you a good partner before I say my <laughs> my my piece. Um, I feel like my commitment to just learning you each and every day and bettering myself for you and learning how to improve our overall overall relationship makes me a good partner and I'm not perfect but I feel like once once you tell me about myself 
you know, I I make it a priority to to work on it. That's, that's fair, that's fair. I think you're an amazing partner, honey, for many reasons. But I'm going to just speak on two. I won't get, get too into the nitty-gritty. But for one, you are genuinely kind. And what I mean by that is everything you do for me, everything you say to me, the way you treat me, your energy is always coming from a good place. And with the best intentions behind it. And I know that you're intentional with what you do and what you say. I know that you're intentional with making me feel loved and cared for. And the second thing is the feeling of safety and comfortability that you provide. When I'm around you, I know I'm okay because even if I'm spiraling, if I'm anxious, if you're there, I know that I'm good. I know I can unapologetically be myself and I won't be judged. I know that my feelings and emotions can be exposed. And the feeling of safety is something that so many people take for granted. Like they just expect it. But baby, let you be somewhere where you fearful, where you a little scared. You're going to wish that you was back in a safe place. You're going to wish that you could just breathe freely. I'm telling y'all, if something or someone or it's some place you can go, like you just feel that safety and serenity, do not let it go and do not take it for granted. And she is supportive. She support me in like, she's my biggest supporter, y'all. I know people probably like, why is Joy like always talking about Kayla this, Kayla that, Kayla that? Like, because like, that's my bestie. Like, that's my dog. Like, she support me. She believe in me when I don't believe in myself. I feel like she down for the ride. We we ride it. If we locked in, ain't no switching up. Right, period. Ty is definitely a good friend. I feel like you're supportive. You gonna make sure that your friends feel like they can do anything. You always gonna put your best foot forward to be helpful. If I got something going on, something happened, even if you're not knowledgeable on the subject, you're going to try to contribute something to the solution. You know what I'm saying? Like, people will listen to you talk all day and be like, oh, damn, that sucks. You always go try to figure out something. You help in any way you know how, period, point blank. You also a girlfriend because you be listening. And... Like, if I just need to bend, you just let me go. But to be honest, an important part of our friendship, I feel like, is our vulnerability. Like, we are both vulnerable. And so I feel like, therefore, there's a built trust. Like, you are vulnerable with me, so I can be vulnerable with you. We can be completely honest about how we feeling. And therefore, the other person can help us as best they can. I feel like a lot of friendships these days are kind of like surface level. You still kind of putting on the facade. Me and Todd, y'all, like you would think, <laughs> you would think, I don't know how to explain our relationship. Like you just have to be there, but it's very vulnerable. It's very transparent, all in the nitty gritty. And I feel like we wouldn't have it any other way. Like that, that just works for us, but I definitely appreciate you, Bestie. Like he said, nobody has to be perfect. You just got to 
be real, be honest, and do stuff from the kindness of your heart, and everything else will fall into place. Like I, I really feel that way about it. No, you don't got to try to be somebody else to, you know, create these certain type of relationships. Just be yourself and be real, and I feel like the right people will come around you. So since I feel like y'all are, you know, good good people in different types of relationships, did y'all have healthy relationships around you growing up or you feel like certain characteristics you just developed over time with your experiences? Wait, did we have what? Did you have healthy relationships around oh, you yeah. growing up? I feel like like I... did you did you see healthy relationships? Did you experience healthy relationships growing up? I feel like a little bit of both. Tell us more. No, I'm just saying. I feel like I did and I didn't. What healthy relationship did you see? Uh, I had a good relationship with my with my dad's grandma before she passed away. That was like, that was my ride or die. Like, we had a real good relationship. Because you always got to look at it like some people don't have good relationships with their grandparents. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was an important relationship to you coming up. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Kayla? Um, I saw healthy relationships from a family perspective. Like, I had a healthy relationship with my mom, with my siblings, with my grandparents, too. I can't say I saw a healthy romantic relationship. Not that I grew up in a toxic household, but I didn't see anything that I would want to repeat, if that makes sense. And that's no shade. It's just, you know, I had to learn how to be a good partner through trial and error and through research and through learning the person that I'm with. It wasn't like I could take what I saw growing up and then apply that to my current relationship. Like I just had to learn from scratch because I never saw like a healthy marriage and aspects of that marriage that I wanted to apply to mine. Mm. So you kind of learn based on what you didn't want to do instead of, you know, some people they like, Oh, I seen that. I know what to do. You kind of, it was kind of the opposite. Like, okay, I see not, I see what I don't want to do, so I'm going to have to teach myself what, what to do. Right, right. And again, like, I didn't see, like, toxicity, but it, mm-hmm. I just didn't see, like, true love and, like, two people putting in an in effort to make something magical, if that makes sense. Yeah. To be completely honest, I didn't witness or experience a lot of healthy relationships growing up. I mean, I experienced my share of negative and toxic relationships, but then again, I experienced relationships that was just like mediocre. You know what I mean? It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't nothing to look forward to or something that made me think, oh my gosh, do this, do that, and this is the outcome. It it wasn't given that. I've always been a lover, like, my whole life. Like, I've always been infatuated with the idea of love. I've always felt like it was important. I always wanted to experience it in any in any sense, like familial, platonic, romantic. But it was, I think it came from the same place of, like, what I didn't experience, per se. I craved affection, so I displayed affection. I craved support, so I always gave support, if that makes sense. I kind of... I knew what I wanted to feel and I felt like the only way I was going to get what I wanted was to give that out to other people. So I guess I could say the lack of witnessing healthy relationships didn't take a toll completely 
on the relationships in my life. Like, clearly, I had a lot of issues, a lot of stuff I still got to heal from based on, you know, those things. But it didn't make me be mean or be an asshole or not want people in my life. It didn't do that, which I am grateful for. I honestly feel like healthy relationships stem from a mutual respect. And that's why I think me and my younger siblings have such a good relationship. I respect them as people who they are individually. Shout out to William and Drea. <laughs> I know I've been bringing them up a lot, y'all. And I know I spoke about them on a previous episode. But those are really two relationships that I really value in my life. And they teach me so much, probably without even knowing it. So we are at the conclusion of this episode. So is there anything that y'all want to leave the people off with about relationships, about life, growth, transparency? Anything y'all want to leave with the people? Some final thoughts? Just do what you want. (laughs) For real, live life to the fullest. What's that one phrase? Uh, it's French. C'est la vie, or something like that. Oh my it's, god! Carpe diem. <laughs> yeah, that. C'est la vie. Live your best life. Who cares? Okay, Kayla. What about you? I would. I would second what Ty said, and then I will also say, you know, when it comes to relationships, it is reciprocal. Like. You know, if you want someone to do something, you have to do the same. You know, it's not just that person should be a good friend to me because X, Y, and Z. How are you being a good friend to them? And, you know, you can't blame your parents for things. And then you're like, well, am I being a good daughter? Same with your siblings, you know, like make sure that you're you're doing what you will want someone to do for you. Well, I want to thank you all so much for joining me today. I feel like y'all gave the people some great things to think about, get their wheels turning. And hopefully this is not the last time that we hear from y'all on the Adults podcast. And thank you for having us. Ty, you did great. You definitely got to come back on. <laughs> thank you. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye, Ty. Love you, babe. Talk to you later. Love you, Love too. You. Love you. Love you, too. Make sure you subscribe and you follow us on Instagram at Adose the Podcast. And tell all your friends about it. Tell your mom about it. Tell your sister about it. Tell your baby daddy about it. Just tell somebody. Just tell somebody. Bye, guys. Take it away. Take it away. Feeling too good to me. Chilling all day. All in your space.